It's the final player interview here of the summer for Locked On Pacers as Pacers guard Darius McGee is going to join us. Played with the team in Summer League, has agreed to an Exhibit 10 with the team for training camp. We'll talk about his journey in basketball, playing with the Pacers in Summer League, some of the players on the roster, what training camp will mean for him, and more on today's Locked On Pacers podcast. You are Locked On Pacers, your daily Indiana Pacers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Pacers podcast, where we, of course, talk about the Indiana Pacers. As always, my name is Tony East. I cover the team for Forbes and SI. And today, a really fun one player interview number three and final of the offseason with Darius McGee. If you watch the Pacers in Summer League, you saw he was there. He had a pre draft workout with the team. And as he told ESPN, He's joining the team for training camp via an Exhibit 10 contract. So he'll be with the team going forward as well. Really fun conversation with Darius, who, if you don't know, was a three machine in college at Liberty, shooting 11 per game in each of his last two seasons, canning almost 40% of them. He can really shoot it as a smaller guard, and that is the big appeal of his game. We get into a long conversation about his time with the Pacers so far, both in summer league, in the pre-draft process, and coming forward. Some of the players that... He really stood out to him, Jarris Walker, Andrew Nemhard, Benedict Matherin, in the Summer League experience, plus his basketball journey, and so much more. It's a really great conversation. As you can see, back in the old department for this one, and I sat around the corner in front of these windows, and I look really hard to see because of the lighting, but I was in a little rush setting up, so apologies for that if you're watching on YouTube, but really great conversation. Darius is really insightful and had a lot to say. Really, really fun stuff. I hope you guys enjoy. Let's just get right to it with Pacers guard Darius McGee. We are now joined by Darius McGee, played in Summer League with the Pacers, five-year guard from the Liberty Flames, a very cool team name, and as he told ESPN, joining the Pacers on an Exhibit 10 deal. Darius, we were talking a little bit just now, but how are you? How's your summer of, of chaos been? What's it been like to transition from college to the pro so far? Thank you for having me. Uh, this transition has been fun. It's, like I said, it's been interesting. Like I was at Liberty for five years, so I knew everything in and out. I knew exactly how the days were going to go. So this has all been new. It's all been fun. Met a lot of great people along the way. Like you said, it's been a packed summer. Literally since school stopped right all the way up until now. So Liberty isn't thought of as a basketball pipeline in any in any sort of stretch. But you, know, you worked on and became a shooter there. Was there a time when you went there, or even when you started there, that you ever thought that it could be a path for you to, to be in the pros and be in the NBA? Um. Like, as a kid, I always had the dream, but as I got older, I think I just kind of got lost in just the journey. So I really, like, I'm not going to say I lack confidence. I always had confidence as a player, but I just never really put my eyes so solid on the NBA. But I think probably my scene, my fourth year, things kind of got a little real. So it was actually, like, mind-blowing. Like, even now, it's still kind of like, wow, I can't believe that we came this far. What was the, you said it was mind blowing. What was that moment when you were like, you know, oh man, this, there's a chance this could happen, or someone told you that you were on some team's radar or something like that? Uh, I think men at Liberty, like, you don't really get a lot of chance to play as high majors. And from not saying I had a lot to do with that, like, us having success against high majors. But when I got there, like, it was eye opening of just how great it could be, like, to compete against a high major and us win the game and how it could, like, catapult a lot of things. And then I think when we were playing Hawaii, not Hawaii, we were playing Stanford in Hawaii. 
And it was just like everything was clicking on all cylinders. And we were competing against some trees, kind of like NBA-like size. And it was like a back-and-forth game. And like like I said, I was just clicking on all cylinders. So that kind of gave me the confidence that like, okay, I really can do it. When you look at your stats, and even as people have described you, you know, that going into your fourth year there, when the three-point attempts jumped from eight a game to 11, uh, and you were hitting over 40% of them, uh, over those years, what was kind of the thing that made that a part of your game when it was, you know, five threes a half? And who was kind of the coach or person that pushed you to become that kind of player? Say so, yeah, all the coaches I've had my entire life, <laughs> honestly, like, I was blessed to have coaches that had a lot of confidence in me and allowed me uh, the freedom to just grow as a player and try different things as a player. Uh, when I got to Liberty, like, Shout out to Coach McKay and Coach uh, Derek Jones. I mean, Derek Johnson. Like, their offensive minds is incredible. So, like, I spent a lot of time, especially in the summers, like, I never went home. So, it was a lot of learning and just trying new things throughout the summers and ultimately turning those things into weapons. Like I said, I can't shoot those shots without those coaches believing in me. So, it's a lot of work, a lot of trust happened. So, I mean, my teammates also believed in me and my teammates – like I always tell people, like they worked extremely hard to like make those shots happen. So like it was always a collaborative, collaborative effort. So when I saw you in summer league practices, you were practicing like 30, 35 footers even at the end, right before you did media with us. Like, what did you work on NBA range a lot, even in college? And you know, who kind of inspired you to step out even that far as you kind of upped your three volume? Uh kind of started before college, honestly. Like I said, even when I was young. Coming up playing basketball, I had coaches and my uncles who are, to this day, they'll say they can beat me in one-on-one. <laughs> like, they always encouraged me to, like, shoot further back off the line. And there was, like, it just minimizes the contest. It opens a lot of things for you. So it was always, like, people kind of just pushed me to work at it. So when I got to college, I really, like, had to – build my routine, find out what I really liked and what things I need to work on from those range because every shot is different and every shot has its own difficulty. So, What was draft night like for you? Where and who did you watch it with? And right after you agreed with the Pacers, I think that night, what made them the right fit for you in that moment? Uh, draft night was actually like happy, like a good moment for me just because like I have so many friends or peers that got to experience it or people I met along the pre-draft process. So it was good to see them and like root for them in the middle of the night. I was actually with my significant other watching it. So I was just sitting here at the dinner table. And uh, what were the, you know, what were the, what were the Pacers the right fit for you in that moment? Was it the summer league agreement? You know, what, what about that franchise stood out? Cause I, you did have a pre-draft workout with them. So the workout went great. Um, kind of fell in love with the organization just from the energy in the room, especially during the pre-job process. Like I think it started with the athletic trainers, just like they were thrilled to be there. They were excited to talk to you. And like, even during the pre-job process, they were holding, at least with me, like real conversations. We were kind of just getting to know one, one another. So, and I fell in love with the city. So we got to walk through the streets and go to like a little dinner together or a lunch together and just watching the building and just the conversation we had at the table. You could just tell Indiana, like 
it's a great place, a great fit. They have a lot of great things going on. So I was definitely excited when I had the opportunity to come back and play summer league with them. Hope you guys are enjoying this conversation. Quick little break so I can talk to you guys about Jace Medical. Don't get caught unprepared, especially when it comes to your health. Everybody should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during times of unexpected. And Jace handles everything from online evaluations to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. And it's great. They have this new thing called the Jace case. It provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. And it's easy to get one. You just fill out a simple online form, jump on a quick call, boom, you're done. It's fantastic. You should never be caught unprepared for health uh, issues, supply chain shortages, national disasters, whatever. A lot of things can cause it, but it's as easy as one, two, three with the Jace case. You can get it really quickly and it'll be there when you need it and you can be prepared. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical plus an additional $20 off by using our code LOCKEDON at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. It's simple. Again, go online, fill out the form, Get your prescription for the life-saving medications. You're ready to go. That's Jace Medical, J-A-S-E Medical.com with the code locked on. Could you tell during that workout and walking around the city that the Pacers did like you a little bit and had interest in you? Uh, the workout went good. It was probably one of my better workouts. But like I said, the energy was just so authentic. Like I was just hoping, like I hope they did give me an opportunity down the road just because I know how great of a place it was or it felt that day. The jump from the A-Sun to Summer League had to be pretty significant from a talent perspective. What did you hope to get out of that, and and how did you notice that talent difference when you did hit the court for the first time? Uh, just to like learn as much as possible. Like the Summer League experience was something I always cherish, just because it's so, like you said, there's so much talent out there, and the, the beauty of basketball is everyone plays the game a little bit different. So you get to grab bits and pieces from different players and kind of molded into your own little growth. So it was definitely unique to, like I said, sit and watch Andrew Nimhard and how he gets the job done. Like it's a different type of guard than I am, obviously, physically, especially. So like even been around uh, Ben, like Ben is just a, a great person, great energy. You can see how hard he really works. You can see why he has the confidence and why he plays the way he does. So it was definitely a unique experience that, like I said, I'll always take bits and pieces from. Harry's Halliburton was telling us earlier in the summer that he told Pacers coaches and execs like, hey, Andrew doesn't need to be here. He's too good. He's too good for this summer league experience. Like you sat there watching him. What did, What do you see from him? What did you learn from him? Like his game being so different than yours, what kind of stood out about what he does and how you can apply that to your game? Um, for one, him just being a bit a bigger guard, a bigger point guard. Like Andrew is way more athletic than people like give him credit for like his ability to stop on a dime. He's super quick. Obviously he has a bigger frame. So like even when he gets to spots and he feels like he needs to create more space, he can do that. It doesn't matter if you're a guard or you're a big, he can still create it. Um, his ability to get off certain passes in the middle of the lane and fire them with some speed on it and their strikes. Like it just little things like that could lead to other dominoes in the offensive possession. Um, his ability to score and kind of like that second level right at the, at the rim. Like he kind of has a, the whole complete package and defensively, like I'm not saying like I didn't notice beforehand, but like obviously playing against him, like there's a much different level of like respect and you see things differently when you're in there day to day and you see it like Andrew's definitely a pest on the ball. So 
Who do you take inspiration from, from a basketball perspective? Like, is there any pros you've studied or watched a lot that you're like, I want to play like him or I model my game after that guy a little bit? Literally everyone. <laughs> like, it helps, especially in college. Obviously, we stole a lot of actions from the Warriors, a lot of quick hitters or just tying things together. So watching the flow of that offense, like, obviously, everyone would want to shoot like Stephen Curry someday. But, like, just how quickly, like, they tie things and read. So I'll say Steph for sure. Um, I definitely spent quite a few years watching Damian Lillard in college and just taking bits and pieces from him as well. Um, when I was a kid, it used to be my favorite player was Steve Francis. So Franchise. I did not expect to hear that name today. Uh, I was going to ask about Steph specifically just because you know, the guards who get up a bunch of threes, like the comparison's so obvious. So I'm glad you said his name. Like when you watch him, is it the way he gets them up? Is it the off ball movement? Like what stands out about what he does and how you can apply that to the way you play? The fluidity of everything. Like it doesn't matter how Steph gets into his shot. It all looks rhythmic or it looks like it's in rhythm. And I think like a lot, it's very underrated that people can get into shots in any type of footwork and also be able to counter things on the catch. Like it's very hard to get your feet in and out of positions running that fast with trees trailing you, trees flying at you. Like you got to problem solve very quickly. And I think like you see that every time the ball touches his hand, whether he comes off a ball screen or he's coming off a ball screen and just things are happening on the fly. He has an answer for it also. Pacers highest pick in this draft was Jairus Walker. You played with him. At Summer League, of course, in that first game, tons of defensive plays. But in general, you practice with him. You've been around him a bunch. What stands out to you about him, and what do you think of him as a player in person? You was the first part of it? You, you played with him in Summer League, Jairus Walker. What stood out to you about him as a player and person? Uh, first, what stood out to me as a person, Jairus is just like an unbelievable person. Like His energy, he's there. He's very consistent every single day. Like Always going to bring more energy into the room laugh jokes singing dancing like he's that type of person so i was definitely blown away by that even like i didn't realize how young he was until like i seen it i think i was online or something i seen his age like he's very mature for his age so i mean very like he cares about basketball i say that a lot there's a lot of players that don't care about basketball he's one of those that like you can tell he has a pure love for the game uh as a player very versatile both ends of the floor as you can see like in summer league you've seen like just his versatility and how it can be used. Uh, I didn't realize Jairus was that athletic until one dunk in the game. I was like, oh, but yeah, just a great person all around. Great player too. You said he was funny. Who was the funniest guy in your summer league team? Definitely Jay Walker. <laughs> didn't you have to think about it? I don't know. Oscar was, he was cutting up a little bit too, but those, those two are hilarious. Not throwing your own hat in the ring there? No, nah, no shot. No, sure. One more short little break here, guys, before we wrap up this conversation with Darius McGee so we can talk about FanDuel week one of the NFL season. Done week two about to start. Get ready for the rest of the season with the incredible offers from FanDuel. That's America's number one sports book because right now new customers on FanDuel can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. It's that easy. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off. NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV so you can watch the games that you're interacting with. And now is the best time to join FanDuel, their app. It's easy to use. 
You can bet on everything from sprint, player props, whatever you like, you name it, they've got it on FanDuel. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season with those offers that you will not want to miss. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. How did you assess your performance in Vegas? You didn't get in, I think, until that third game, but you got the threes up, you got to the foul line. How do you feel like you played in those games? I mean, I was happy with the output. Like, I was more so just happy about how the process went. Like, like you said, learning so much on the fly. Like, you're together for, what, two, three weeks? You build relationships that fast. Like, it was kind of great just to see how players would react in different situations and, like, how much each other, like, poured into that for those that time, even the coaching staff, like I was just happy so much with the output and just how the process went. Most people, it's just because they love it. But I like to ask players this, especially when they get to the NBA. Why did you pick basketball as a kid? What made it the sport that was right for you and the one you wanted to focus on? I mean, I think I just was one of those kids that always loved it. Like there's stories from my mom and grandmother about like me doing something basketball, like even when I was one to two years old. I was fortunate enough to have uncles who really loved the game and played the game. So I got to kind of be on their coattail growing up and going to the gym with them. Uh, they would put me through little basketball, little drills as a little kid. And I just, I'm one of those people that I don't like to be bad at things. So I'm pretty sure I had that competitive edge as a little kid. So I just, something I fell in love with, something that I kept working with. And it's just been like, uh, a lifeline for me Listen, my entire life two ball dribbling shooting what were you doing <laughs> super young <laughs> probably just working on different crossovers <laughs> trying to take the ball from my uncle like to this day my game is kind of the exact same as his he just don't have that much bounce pacers call about an exhibit 10 deal after summer league what was that conversation with your agent like and how excited were you to have that nba shot oh it was a very quick conversation like i was definitely excited to be with Indiana again. Like I said, I was so like happy and thrilled about how Summer League just it went, just being with the organization. Like, you know, when you find a great thing, like you want that great thing, you want to stay with that great thing. So I was definitely, it was a very quick call. He called me. I was like, hey, we don't, we don't need to discuss anything else. <laughs> who was the first call? Your uncles, your mom, your dad? Who was the first one to after that? First call definitely was my mom. Like my mom sacrificed a lot. She's kind of the pioneer in our family for a bunch of different reasons. So like my mom is definitely the first call. Like her story is just, it's incredible. So she deserved to know before anyone. What makes it incredible to you? Uh, you ever watch somebody just continuously fight through whatever to continue to grow as a person. And also my mom raised two young men by herself so it's like that's hard to do especially because obviously teenage boys aren't easy to you know parent anyway not a lot of you know nba pipeline at liberty so what did your coaches tell say when you called them and told them they were all excited and they were all happy um like i said my coaches had a lot of confidence in me as a player even when i didn't see it or i may not still see it so they were all happy excited like, I go back to Liberty actually a lot often. I'm not I'm not too far away from them. So any chance I get to stop by and see the guys or just kind of 
stay connected with them. I do. What are you hoping to get out of training camp and that early portion you'll have with the Pacers? I mean, to continue to grow as a player and to continue to like just embrace everything, the system, learn things as fast as possible to be like the obviously the best basketball player I can, but also just like a consistent resource to my teammates, the organization. Like, I think the hardest thing to do is to be consistent. So that's my focus. Have you set any goals for yourself this season, whatever level that may be in? As a player, I've never set goals. Really? I feel like if you go in and you give your absolute best every single day, like what's going to come is going to come. That's interesting. A lot of guys are goal setters. Is that That's how you've been your whole life? Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Some people like need things. They need to see things to pursue them. All right. That is all my questions. Darius, thank you so much for the time. You'll be in Indy within the month for Pacers training camp. Uh, what do fans need to know about you that they may not already know? Darius McGee is really into cars. I have a family that a couple of my family members drag race, really into cars, I always wow. been into cars. So that's kind of my my niche. Have you ever drag raced before? No, no, no. I've never been behind a wheel. When I was a kid, I might have wanted to go. But I was also a little fear uh, or a little scared of the loud noise back then. But Did you have any like headphones or anything you put on? From a distance. That's Darius McGee. Thank you for the time. <laughs>